Hey, what's up, guys? This is your girl Deb, and it's Table Talk Tuesday, where we come to the table and we talk about the solutions and what's important to you that's also important to me. And I have a special Table Talk Tuesday for you guys today. Oh, it's going to be juicy today. So make sure you tune into this one. It's not going to be real long, but I want you to tune in. Because today, I want to talk about awakening love. Yes, I want to talk about love, awakening love, love, okay? Um, but before I get into the topic, I want to uh, make an announcement, and that is the 500 campaign to buy the book, Turning Tragedy into Success. So I want you to stay tuned to the seminars that I will be happening, that will be happening, and that I will be um, introducing Along with the 500 campaign. So if you're interested in buying a book. Buy the book for someone else too. But I want you to go to Amazon. Type in turning tragedy into success. Get the devotional. It's a 30 day devotional. It will change your mindset about emotional hurt. Alright. And if you're interested in being a guest on the podcast. As well as a uh, co-host. Please email me at D-A-S-E-D-U podcast at gmail.com are y'all ready to get into some juicy stuff i'm ready to get into some juicy stuff about love now this topic let me tell you guys so this topic i wanted to talk about this topic because on last week sometimes i listen to uh the right the regular radio um fm and the steve harvey morning show comes on and no i'm not being paid by steve harvey to say this but anyway the steve harvey morning show comes on and he uh, have these letters called strawberry letters and the strawberry letters would be so good because people uh, they write in to Steve and get some wisdom from him and get some uh, they get some advice from him on different situations life situations but anyway so this topic here listening to the strawberry letter last week about young love and how he's giving wisdom to this young man who need help with his relationship, it sparked something in me to want to talk about awakening love. And I want to talk about it from a spiritual standpoint because, you know, every time I do Table Talk Tuesday, I always want to incorporate something tangible spiritually that you can grasp. And so you can see that God's word, you can apply it to your everyday life and you can apply it to your situations. So let's get into it. Alright, so this uh, thing with Awakening Love comes from Song of Solomon. And Song of Solomon, you may have heard of it, you may have not, is a uh, book in the Bible that is catered towards love and uh, sexual um, intimacy uh, through the desire of intimacy in a marriage. So, Song of Solomon is like a romance type of um book and it's so good because it shows us um as believers um that it shows us that you know god is not against intimacy he's not against wanting love and having love in our lives you know but in, in fact he created us to be able to have these type of emotions and so that's why song of solomon is there and i'm happy that it's there because Again, we're human, we have desires, we live in this flesh, and, you know, we're attracted to 
to the flesh, okay? So we're attracted to one another. And so God knew this, and God, he, he's the one that created this. So he knew that we needed to know what's the proper way of loving somebody and what's the proper way of, of dealing with these emotions when you're in love, right? Because people say, well, there's no such thing as being in love. You know, you even love the person you don't. But there is because God show us that there is a such thing as in love. And in the proper, it's in its proper place. And in a proper place, of course, is in a marriage, right? In a marriage. But I want to uh, focus in on some of the scriptures that I found uh, within Song of Solomon that talks about love. And believe me. I didn't even think that I would be able to talk about this topic because of all that I went through emotionally and my separation and my divorce and being married for 12 years. I didn't think that I would even want to talk about this topic, but God is showing me that, you know, love can happen again. It can happen again. It's all about faith. It's all about believing and it's all about who I am, right? So let's get dig into it. So chapter one, verse two says, oh, this is so it melts your heart. Listen to this. Let him kiss me with the kisses of his mouth for thy love is better than wine. Now, ladies, I'm talking to you, ladies. How many of you ladies just knew you found the one whose love was better than your favorite glass of wine? Come on now, talk to me. Then you just know that, oh, he is so divine. So to have that type of love that is better than wine, and I've heard, because I'm not a drinker, but I've heard that wine gets better with time. So as wine ages, the more, the better it tastes, the the more, uh, the, the fragrance, it smells better. Um, the, the taste is much more uh, genuine and crisp and, and unique. So wine is very good as it gets, you know, as it ages. And so think about that as far as love. I want to talk to the ladies who feel like I'm not going to be loved because I'm this age. I'm that age. Or I've passed the age of, of experiencing love in the format of what this um, young woman in Song of Solomon is uh, describing that his love, that his kiss, the way he kiss is better than wine. So ladies who feel like you feel like, um, you know, that you're never going to love again. You're too young to love. I really want you to hear this podcast because you're never too young and there's a timing. God has a timing and you're going to see as I go a little bit further and deeper into this, that it's all about the timing and it's all about the person, the right person at the right time. All right. And I just want to add to that, uh, in verse five, it says that, um, she's, it describes her as being darkened or she's been working out in the sun so she's darkened by the sun so she's a a a black woman all right so it says um he brought me the banqueting house and his banner this is verse four banner over me was love so the whole idea of someone treating you a pro in a proper way treating you in a manner that you respect and that you can see his love for you. 
And this is why I wanted to talk about this because Steve in the Strawberry Ladder, he kind of hit on, you know, how a man is supposed to treat a woman. And so how this woman had a older man that she um, was in love with at one time, but they had broke up. And so now she was with someone else. And the new guy felt like the older man was still keeping tabs on her and making sure she was okay. But that's what love will do is make sure you're okay. You know, we want to be okay. We want to make sure we're okay. We want somebody to, to make sure that we're okay because you know why? If you're that woman that want to wanna have somebody to make sure that they're okay, you're going to be that woman to make sure that your man is okay or that things are okay with him. You know, so in Song of Solomon, she lets us know that his love covered her. You know, it was a covering it was her security it was her assurance you know that he loved her and she said in chapter 2 verse 5 being sick of love so she was actually lovesick because look at all that he was doing for her. you guys gotta read saga solomon especially the first three chapters you will just it will melt your heart to see how divine these two this this couple love one another and how they uh, show their love through intimacy and within their marriage. It was a beautiful thing. Um, this particular verse right here is very dear to me because I remember God speaking this verse to me before I got married. And this was back in 2003. All right. So before I got married, the this verse here that I'm about to read to you is a very important verse. And... It helps to understand that the reason why we hurt, why we get hurt, because sometimes it's too soon, even though it don't feel like it is. Sometimes it is because there's a timing with love. All right. It says chapter two, verse seven. I charge you, O you daughters of Jerusalem by the, by the. Rose, hold on. I'm gonna get the right one. It says, I'm gonna give you the right words so you'll know. All right, I'm in verse chapter 2, verse 7. All right, it says it right here. Chapter 2, verse 7 says, I charge you, yeah, by the rose, and rose are rose here is. Give me one second. All right, chapter two, verse seven. Oh, gazelles. So, rose be gazelles, and gazelles, you know, that they are uh, in the deer family. All right, so let me read it again. So, it says, O Jerusalem, O daughters of Jerusalem, I charge you, O daughters of Jerusalem, by the rose or gazelles and by the hinds of the field that you you stir not up nor awake my love till he pleases. And if I read that in the the Amplified, it says the same thing. Like basically, do not arouse or awaken love until it so desires. And that is about... The strong desire for intimacy. Because if it's awakened, if your love is awakened, it 
is an awareness that now you are one with someone and if it's awakened too soon or at a un, at an undivine time then sometimes hurt sets in and i'm not saying that uh you cannot be in love or you can't get hurt even if love is awakened you cannot get hurt you can still get hurt but this particular scripture is seen two more times in this in this chapter in this book it is repeated in chapter 3 and 5 of song of solomon as well as chapter 8 and 4 of song of solomon go back and read it but god when god repeats something he is warning us giving us uh he is uh showing us to take heed to this because this is not to be taken lightly and i want to read to you in my theology book i have a um a um evangelical dictionary theology dictionary and i want to read to you a little bit about uh marriage so it says in here that uh since the home we talk about marriage since the home is the proper medium for the procreation and nurturing of the children church and community have an important stake in the stability and success of marriages taking place among their constituents so marriage is not just for inside the home but marriage helps the community it helps the community to grow it helps the the stability of the household as well as the stability of a community all right and ultimately a nation so marriage is very important and it says marriage is for those who have grown up now this blows my mind in a way because when you're young you want to be married you want to have that love for the rest of your life young love and it's it's such a beautiful thing to be in love young but marriage that part the marriage part the coming together the union and to be able to take care of children young children you have to have a maturity there and and to be grown up so love there's a maturity with love and it comes with the maturity and you have to grow but marriage is for the grown-ups right for grown-ups those who have matured it says to suggest that marriage is for those who have grown up implies a relative maturity all right it is a relative it is relative because no one entering into a marriage union could possibly anticipate fully all that will be encountered in this union in a fallen world no one's motives could be expected could be expected to perfectly to be perfectly pure right so what it's saying is that you must have love forgiveness regardless of the merit and ought to be exercised this is activity this activity is not merely natural but supernatural so marriage all right marriage and love there's a maturity that comes with it ladies and and i'm talking to the ladies because we easily love because we we want that that feeling we want that wholeness we want that security and it's found but first we have to know when is the right time and for it 
And, and I bless God for his word and, and him showing us. And it's not just uh, for the women, but men as well. Men awaken love so fast. And they awaken love so fast within us because of intimacy, uh, sexual desires. And then what comes along with that could be children comes along with that. Uh, things that you didn't anticipate come happening because love has been awakened in two immature people or one person immature the other one is not mature enough things like that so love has its proper place and it's for those who are have matured they're not children anymore that's what that is is that you're not a child anymore and you understand the responsibility of love and you understand the security that love brings you know my children they're children and it is my job to show them love, to give them that security, to help them understand mommy's there for, for them and I cover them. Well, it's the same thing as, uh, you know, it's a similarity. All right, it's not the actual same thing because a mother's love is different from a relationship love, of course. But the similarities of love being, having love and that security of love and that assurance of love and God shows us this through his word and the whole idea of having Song of Solomon is for us to see God's love in an intimate way and how he love us so love is love is so deep it really goes really deep and you just want to enjoy it and I'm going to leave you with this it says that um um, in Ecclesiastes 9, 7, God wants us to enjoy life. He wants us to enjoy life. He wants us to enjoy love. He wants us to enjoy each other. So, you know, when you get time, read Ecclesiastes. And then in chapter 3, it says there's a time for everything. All right. In chapter 3 of Ecclesiastes, a time for everything. And I want to just read a little bit of that to you guys in closing. And I want to encourage you to love, 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 and want love, desire love, pray for love, you know, and pray that God sends you the person that he wants you to have and that you guys will fall in love and that you will love one another and that it don't just be because of intimacy, but it'll be because you have a, a maturity with each other and that you understand that when your love is awakened, that it won't be crushed down by irresponsibility and immaturity. That's what that's about. So I just want to read it right quick. It says that there's a time uh, to everything. There's a season and a time for every matter or purpose purpose under heaven. Um, and it says, uh, there is a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to pluck up what is planted, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to break down and a time to build up, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance, a time to cast away stones and a time to gather stones together, a time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing, a time to get and a time to lose, a time to keep, and a time to cast away, a time to rend, and a time to sow, a time to keep silence, and a time to speak, a time to love, and a time to hate, a time for war, and a time for peace. 
What profit re, what profit remains for the working from his toil? But I'm just going to stop at that. But there's a time for everything um, in God and under the sun. And so I just uh, want to encourage you all that's listening to love, love, to seek after love and seek after God's love. And he will bring you the love. So that love will be so good that it'll be finer than your finest wine all right until then thanks for joining and i'll talk to you guys soon